This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Volkai Nalo of Belmung, Ty Drago of Sargantanis, Melo Targaryen of Ferry. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Coming up this week on Checkpoint Radio, we're going to preview the summer esports action. From OWL playoffs to Evo to the International 8, we'll preview the hottest esports events of the summer. Plus, pitcher David Price has had to miss a start because of Fortnite. Are video games driving addiction? That's all coming up on your source for esports and video game discussions, Checkpoint Radio from Westwood One. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint Radio. Listen on demand Tuesdays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. I'm Lord Zenos. You may remember me from previous conquests such as Doma and Alamigo. I'm here to tell you about a product that will make literally all of your problems go away in an instant. Introducing Solentropic Enzyme Polymer. Just a dab of this miracle power will make any plot-related worry a thing of the past. Dead Sultana? More like sleeping Sultana. Thanks, Essie. Giant castle collapse on some friends? Try being gently washed downstream instead. Thanks, Essie. Literally sliced your neck open and committed Sudoku? Become one with Guardian Jesus and walk once more. Thanks, Essie. Solentropic Enzyme Polymer is your one-stop shop for all irritating things plot-related. So the next time you write yourself into a corner, just grab a bottle of Solentropic Enzyme Polymer and thank your lucky stars. Thanks, Essie. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 160. Glad to have you with us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. You can join us live each and every single Sunday, starting at about 4 o'clock. Again, that's here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Joining me today, the return of the one, the only, the really fat juxtaposition. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought it was garbage. Thought you were garbage. I thought your introduction to me was garbage. Well, doesn't make it any less true. At least I'm not the worst tracer on the planet. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be way worse. I mean, yes, I am a bad tracer, but that doesn't have anything to do with any Shucks, right uh, you have to use Blink just to stand up. You look like you ate tracer. <laughs> okay? I mean, I'd eat tracer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, and of course, Kahlo's here too. <laughs> What's up? I wish I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one. It's going to get remarkably hot in the studio. Oh, and yes, now it that, is. Ju- of course, Juxta's got to come back as soon as it gets really hot. Because of course, Jesus, love the cavalry. Oh, no, oh, stop. No. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> 
Anyway, thanks for joining us. LimitBreakRadio.com. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, and we would appreciate it if you did. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast and you want to call in live on, uh, you know, shows like today when we're reacting to patch 4.3, then uh, you can do that at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. And if you want to call in, line those calls up now. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Now, now, we are down in Nika today, which means we really are going to rely on your calls. So we have some bad opinions to showcase on this show next to our amazing opinions. And my opinion. That, that's fair. Not really a bad opinion, but I wouldn't really say that it's, 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 it's better really than Nika's all opinion. that amazing. It is definitely better than Nika's opinion. Honestly, did, did she even do anything because i don't even remember her saying anything like over the weekend through like the chat and stuff like that well i definitely know that she didn't do anything regarding streaming this week womp womp kooky did kooky oh, yeah. did yeah kooky actually streamed some ff14 in fact that's right oh, but over kooky. at our sister channel twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio which by the way we are trying to kind of beef up our uh, our our presence over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio so if you like what we do here on limit break radio you'll also like you'll be able to appreciate what we do over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio in fact i'm pretty sure that we've streamed every day for the past two or three weeks now i don't think we've dropped a day yet yeah it's been pretty consistent so um again uh, and and also that that uh channel recently got the ability to subscribe so you know if you uh want to you know maybe call uh, throw a couple bucks in the hat and uh, help us out uh that would be uh that would be awesome you get access to the really super cool and like surprisingly awesome looking twitch logo for uh, a, a chat emote i'm going to assume that it looks so because because I, I made the 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 emote thingies but i wasn't the one who made the original design so that's probably why it looks so good yeah it actually looks really legit if anyone wants to share that in the chat go ahead anyway but uh do that twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio again we're hard at work on a whole bunch of stuff here uh you know not just at limit break radio but over at checkpoint radio um, we're getting, we're really right now getting ready for E3. That's right. And, and, and by us, we mean cookies getting a lot of stuff ready for E3. <laughs> that is very true. I actually, I took a look at our schedule the other day and I'm like, there's a lot more things on here that I remember telling her that I wanted to sign up for. I think she's just signing us up for stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Put them so, to work. Yeah. Um, so uh, we will, we'll be uh, out at, uh, at E3 2018. If any of you are going to be out there, you know, make sure to let us know, connect with us on social media and uh, let us know that we're going to, that you're going to be out there so that, you know, we can, uh, uh, make some time to to hang out with you and say hi and we'll also let you know where we're going to be broadcasting from so uh if you want to come check out what we're doing out at e3 you're more than welcome by the way we are broadcasting live from aorzea let's kick it on over to our aorzean studios uh of course there there wasn't a quick scramble to try to get this on screen and ready to go no of course not never when is there ever no by the way we have a guest book now so if you haven't you should definitely go and uh leave us a message sign something in there and maybe we'll make a make a little segment of uh reading what's in there on the shows going forward we also we also have a lot more fish tanks now too (laughs) yeah 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I put, uh, courtesy of me, I put uh, fish tanks in there. They're not in the most optimal positions because I was going to like redesign it so like all the fish tanks were like behind the hosts and it'd be like, we're in like, I don't know, like a bubble of fish or something. <laughs> but by, by the time I got around to doing that, Kyle was already sitting down and he was already texting me, hey, I'm already here. Let's go to Detroit. And I'm like... Well, fuck. Well. So I just threw them somewhere and put random nice fish job. in there. Nice job, dickhead. But now there's lots of fish. Yeah. They're swimming with our wine caskets. <laughs> with our wine caskets. Yeah, huh? yeah. They're behind the bar. Great. Is it news time yet? No, it's not. Not what? yet. Why does it say FF11 news? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, we did talk about FF11 news last week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was FF11 news for the first time in like, well, I, I don't know, see, four years. I've, I've never noticed the user donating. Has it always been FF11 news? I don't, no, think, I don't think it's, it is. It's been 14 most of the time. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What did you do, Juxta? What? <laughs> uh, our connection was lost to the PS4. That's not good. I what, why I did, what did you do? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't do that. Uh, you, can you suggest me some actions, though? <laughs> <laughs> Suggested, I suggest you plug it back in. Yeah, that's what we're going to need to do because that's that's apparently why it disconnected. I bet it was Fritz. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Fritz. He's just out there chewing on cords. That's his favorite thing in the world to do. Well, by the if way. you would just get him some cords to chew on, like his cord of his own, then maybe he and would. That just reinforces the bad behavior, dickhead. Plug it. Oh my what god! What is happening, you, what? dude? It's because you didn't plug it in. I needed oh, you to plug it in. You fucking cock. Asshole, you cock asshole. Where is it? This is terrible. Okay, well, might as well just put it to the opening screen. Yeah, do that. You useless (laughs) ass. What are you doing? Where are you? He's trying to plug it in on the wrong side. (laughs) Holy shit. Hashtag failing studio. Oh, up top. There's too many holes. I can only handle one hole at a time. Fucking kidding me. Oh, and that turned into a baby. (laughs) I mean. You're not wrong. Okay. Well, they're trying to figure that out. I'd like to actually talk to you guys a little bit about the uh, postcards from Eorzea. Uh, you should have uh, obviously by now gotten your 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 Nika one. Uh, the next one going out is Juxta. Um, Juxta. Oh, is that a good one? It, you've seen it. I sent it to you. Did you? Yeah. Libertier 100. Hopefully, Nika was sold into Persian servitude. <laughs> Hashtag praise Juxta. Wow. Hashtag praise Juxta. Jesus. So 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 Juxta, to tell the people why if they're not already subscribed to twenty bucks or more on Patreon, why they should do so for your card. There, I fixed it. You dumb dick. You're welcome. I hope you're happy. Uh, why do you ruin everything? You're like here for three minutes, and it's, everything it's been like goes 10 wrong. Minutes. It's been ten minutes. You're Thank the you worst. very much. I'm slacking. I realize, but I'm trying to trying to get those numbers up. Uh, you should subscribe to Patreon for my postcard because hashtag praise Juxta. That's not a reason. It's literally the worst reason I've That's ever not heard. a reason. Don't, don't let him get away with that. That's not a reason. Try it's again. broke show. And is it time for the news? No, no, it's not time for the news. We'll get to the news when we get to the news. Morgan Freeman, you weird, sexually harassing person, you. Wait, what? Has Morgan Freeman sexually yeah. harassed people? Yeah. You didn't. You guys were really? not paying attention to the news this week, were I you? I knew that Harvey you Weinstein got, like, no. taken in cuffs to, yeah. The, yeah, the, no. to the bad place. Yeah, Morgan Freeman is, <laughs> is in the hot seat. Place. He is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sad. Reconc- reconcile that. Yeah, you got to live with that knowledge. 
Is he, yeah. is he denying it? Because George Takei was cleared of his. Apparently, the guy it, made it up. It, it happened on video. Oh, yeah, it happened. Damn. Like, like he was, he was like hitting on reporters in interviews, and like, it's awkward, man. Uh, they, they they played the footage. It's awkward. Oh no! Yeah, Morgan, you need to go change your he's, name he's now. A dirty old man. Take <laughs> off your clothes. <laughs> Can we talk about FF14 now? <laughs> Do we have to? Words I never thought I'd say. Oh, all right. Anyway, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. Now that everything works, juxta. You're welcome. Libertier 100 Aniero, a.k.a. the Luis C.K. of LBR hashtag jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Who have I forced to watch me jack off? Yeah, I don't think he's done besides, that. Besides our audience every time we do this show. But that's like in it's like a, me- a metaphorical sh- way. Yeah, this is this show is, is like, yeah, metaphorically masturbatory. <laughs> that's a phrase I never thought I'd come up with. But here we are. But here we are. Another um, victory for America. I guess let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit-breaking news update. All right, so this uh, first bit of news is going to upset everyone, so let's get that out of the way. So with Batch 4.3, a new custom delivery client has been introduced, so uh, the crafter-gatherers have a new quote-unquote story to follow as they turn in crap. But wait, didn't we already get the custom delivery bullshit this expansion? They're, I guess they're giving them more, like every patch or something like that, maybe. They need a, a st- stupid thing every single patch now? Maybe, but hold on, there's a twist here. As you increase your satisfaction level with Kirinai, she lets you dress her up. Yes, that's right. You can now glamour an NPC, and apparently why this is a thing is actually explained. Take off your clothes! In the story itself. Okay. What's the explanation? It didn't say. I'd have to go and do it myself to know. Yeah, I'm not going to do. Spoiler-free episode, Anira. Please, <laughs> please respect the content. The other thing that I wanted—I mean, to- that just seems—I don't know. A little creepy, but a, a, a lot creepy. Here's the other thing I wanted to mention, though. Uh, from the Lodestone page, is that Essie has finally accepted that glamour is the true endgame, and I quote: "Phew, glamouring my own character was hard enough. The true endgame content is sure getting more intense with the ability to glamour NPCs." So even Essie is agreeing that glamour is more of an endgame than endgame is. Let's take a moment to let that sink in, guys. I mean, I think they're probably making a joke about it. No, but 100% serious. No. 100% serious. I mean, come on. I'm more serious. You're not that dense. <laughs> Veiled. Time to change all my handles. Veiled. <laughs> Veiled. Veiled. Why did the voiceover text suddenly get German? <laughs> Why did that happen? That was very weird. Okay, so it's, it's like, like speaking it was, American. It's the only language I understand. It's it's like when Escalia would accidentally slip into his German accent How and it'd be like, Why? And believe me, I know all about following. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, so the next bit of news here, this is actually pretty interesting. Now, Juxta, you were the one who actually came across this. I mean, you can help me explain it a bit. But I guess using Lodestone Scan, some Reddit user had just managed to figure out how many active subscribers FF14 has. And the data goes back as far as the early access of 1.0. The biggest surprise here is that in this game that has 10 million players, it has never had over 1 million concurrent subscribers. That sounds accurate. I mean... Berkshire 100 Dick Benign Berliner. 
Ickbernine uh, Berlinger. Why was that the like n like? There was like no German. <laughs> that was just on that. Sounds. That was very weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was like an American speaking German. It was very strange. Yeah. Anyway. So if, if you go to the I don't I don't understand this magic voice. <laughs> this Reddit thread, which hopefully uh, Lloyd has put in chat there, but they actually have like a little table that they set up that shows what the the current or the concurrent subscriber count was at several different key points, like you know at the beginning of patches, at the beginning of expansions, etc., 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 and it peaked at I think it was like eight hundred and motherfucker. Over here, one hundred sue juxta and take his lunch money cause. PS4 crashed. C. <laughs> C. <laughs> C. C. And suddenly Sen goes... Senor. Suddenly goes Spanish. C. Senor Sabo Tender. Back to this news story. Yes. At patch 2.25 is where the concurrent subscriber count peaked at about 886,000. Uh, and that was actually just following, I think, the release of the game on PS4 specifically, which is probably, honestly, just more people rebuying the game. Uh, but it's been as low as like 400,000 as well. And uh, I know just looking at it, it kind of, it's pretty telling uh the game isn't apparently as dead right now as it feels um we have a few other statistics they've also been able to to figure out such as uh the sigmascape savage clear rate is about 0.68 percent on certain north american and eu servers and 24 percent on jp servers wow parlez-vous the garbage content <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's quite a dis disparity. That is, um, that is like in incredible that yeah. disparity there. I don't know if that just goes to show that we just suck or don't give a shit about it, or if the Japanese just enjoy this type of content and roll on through it. I mean, I don't know. I I'm really not sure what the takeaway from that is supposed is for to be. Me. Yeah. yeah, Japanese people have more free time. Well, I mean, I think I think it really kind of lends some credence to you know when we say you know there's there's only a very fraction a fractional percentage of of the player base of this game that actually does savage you know that that that's that's actually a, a fairly true observation in terms of north american and eu mm -hmm. data centers right if someone who plays in japan and plays on japanese servers heard that opinion i'm sure that they would challenge that and oh absolutely and and in the past you know we've had callers like um you know like arthur's and um others that have given us a bit of a, a of a peek into what those kinds of rating scenes are like and uh, you know according to what he's come on this show to say that sounds fairly accurate and it's and it just looks like there's data now to to really back that up and so you know it is it, it is very difficult for me to take i think the north american raid scene as seriously knowing how few people are even involved in it mm -hmm. uh, they also mentioned too that server populations hover between five thousand and eleven thousand active characters with the exception of belmong which sits at over eighteen thousand. i feel like i don't see that many people at all does do you think active character means like actually logging in or just subscribe no 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 logged in i think that's Ugh. oh wow i think that's what mm. what that means 
Uh, I mean, five to eleven, maybe. I, I mean, right now it feels like it. You know, when when Eureka dropped, it sh- certainly felt like at least yeah, on Sergeant Tannis between five and eleven were on. But I mean, as that as that uh, like people clear the content that gets added, I feel like that drop off happens fairly dramatically. It, oh, it does absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And so you know, at its at its low point. I mean, five thousand seems even a little bit high for its low mm-hmm. point. Like it. Well, and if this was based, this game off the becomes most... this game becomes a ghost town. Like about four weeks outside of a new patch right and i believe that the the, the most recent uh addition to their little table of of uh of data was was back in march this wasn't necessarily for the patch that we're looking at right now which we might get in a few uh, in in a few months but i mean even right now walking around doing doing like cutscenes and stuff for the msq there were, were obviously some points like when you had to do the red chocobos tons of people right but like last night as i was running through ralgar's reach even that looks like a ghost town even the week of patch that's I mean, that's a little bit alarming. But then then again, though, you got to kind of consider where the latest patch would to direct people to AFK. I don't I mean, Ralgar's reach seems like a fairly obvious place, but I've seen I feel like I see more people AFKing in Kugane than I do Ralgar's Ralgar's reach. I don't even think I've been Kugane except I, except for starting the the. the did it even start in the in Kugane? I mean, I was logging out a lot in Kugane during Eureka. Eureka and stuff. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I felt mm-hmm. like I felt like I actually saw people like around the market boards and stuff there. Because there is no market board in Ralgar's Reach. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I, I, I definitely it, it it definitely does seem like less people AFK in Ralgar's Reach than they do, you know. In, right, right. But Kugane is a lot more prettier than Ralgar's Reach. Did you really just say that? Because of all the is, Japanese. Is that, is that an opinion that I'm supposed to validate with uh, a, a, a response? I can hang out next to the Namazu. I think you should just feel sad because we just sat here having an actual conversation. So you had that entire time to think of something witty and funny. And that's what you fucking give us. You haven't been on the show in two fucking weeks. Uh, it's actually You're been welcome. longer than that. He pointed out that he hasn't been down here since like the 29th of last month. Wow, that is, that is a long time. That is a long time. What? Oh, was it the power outage? Because of the yeah. power outage. Yeah, yeah that's what it yep. was. Yep. I, forgot. You, I keep forgetting still, about that. Just erase it from your mind. I try to. Uh, so lastly, we got a few more key details from that uh, Yoshi stream patch note things, thanks to some translations. Um, how do you feel about the changes to Dark Knight? Because apparently he said that the Dark Knight adjustments aren't going to be enough to fix the core issues, but they did as much as they could in the time that they had. I agree with that. I, I do. Th- I mean, I have noticed uh, quite a bit higher of a DPS output. Um, and yeah, like 2051 now. Uh, you know, it's funny. Well, it's not that much. It's Come on. Fu- no, it's funny because uh, I, I ended up doing uh, the... the the um the new trial the new trial okay. yeah and it was with satori and he ended up parsing me <laughs> and giving me a screenshot and he was like you should put it on twitter i was like yeah I, you know what I, I, I but i didn't how much was it i don't i didn't even look at it <laughs> I'm a dick. i know i'm a terrible person All but right. that's how little I, I i genuinely give a shit but mm-hmm. it went um, down <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter. It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great? No, but um, I, I wonder what the core issue that they're, they're like saying is. Like, what they is. identify as the core issue? Yeah. yeah. You're well, not warriors. I mean, I, I think I have an idea of what the community identifies. LeBertier 100 Screw Twitter. 
post the parse on Reddit. <laughs> um, I, I think I have an idea of what the community identifies as the core issue, but we've seen Square Enix not necessarily, you know, in the past be able be on the same page oh, as yeah. the community. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they end up adjusting it further. I think that they'll probably end up doing another big job adjustment between 4.0 and 5.0 because that seems pretty boilerplate standard at this point Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean you know ability bloat uh, granted ability bloat is a problem but i mean it it seems like the last one that they did that put the fucking bars in oh yeah yeah. the (laughs) job bars it seemed kind of. I don't feel like not they, that awesome. Right. Like, I see. Uh, honestly, long term, like I feel like I had more tools and some better tools in in three than I do in four I don't feel like there was an actual change from three to four Right. I think that basically what they what they looked is like okay, people are starting to feel the ability blow, and with what's coming in, it'll be too much. So they cut down just enough to where we're sort of at the same point because when I came back to World of Warcraft after they did their major crunch like I even had someone come into my stream at one point and they're like that does not look like there's a whole bunch of abilities on your bars like like is that what I have to look forward to when when I finally get to max level like you actually feel like they've cut back on it whereas you're right if they don't do another one from 4.0 to 5.0 we're gonna hit ability blow you know and i think i think that there's like kind of a crucial issue with the way that ff14 does kind of job progression in in that i don't feel as responsible for the decisions that my character is at once it hits cap right like in in other mmos like wow elder scrolls online a lot of times you get to choose branching paths on your abilities Ah, to be able to you know add certain additional effects stuff like that everything is really like rock solid boilerplate fucking standard well even when it comes to rotations you know in in world of warcraft everything's priority based right? right how well you decide the priority of what you're going to do de- will will help push your dps higher whereas you know imagine back to dragoon uh, uh last expansion the optimal like rotation was like, like these 36 buttons and this uh order is optimal you cannot do any better than that and that's really what it comes down to they're they're, they're I, very boilerplate it, this is your ri- rotation it's period. rigid rigid yep. mm-hmm. yeah and and i mean not all uh, granted not all jobs operate that way no no definitely um mm-hmm. but i do think that that is a kind of a design philosophy difference between you know what ff14 does and what other games do mm-hmm. um and i you know i don't know that it always serves ff14's best interest juxta you're about to speak up there I was just going to mention that um, Red Mage has maybe like four buttons that actually do different Mm -hmm. things. And then the rest are just like, this is a white mana spell versus this is a black mana spell. And I feel like... You are definitely one of the jobs that fall into that category. You have like a set rotation that you not, just not really because no? you can like do it in different ways and it doesn't really matter what you do you're all go- always going to end up in the same general idea like with 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 red mage it's really actually super super boring because you're just kind of like making all your mana fill up at the roughly the same pace and then it doesn't really matter what you do to get there hmm. um it, like this is the problem that i have personally with red mage is that all the buns basically do the same thing and then that's it. It feels like a 2.0 job. Right. Because there's like nothing 
like oh god there's like nothing like they could do so much with it and i have like black man my black mana spells like actually differentiate from the white man let me, spells. Let me like, kind of boil let me let me kind of boil all of this down what is my purpose you raise white mages oh my god <laughs> oh, there you so go sad. i mean it's, i mean it's like you're it's like being a refresh mage all over again from 11 yeah except we have no mana to spend with that we have no mp whatsoever we get one mana get back spell and that's <laughs> one it. mana get back spell <laughs> and that's it that's it i mean I can't res all these retards that are swarming <laughs> in the new duty, okay? There's just not enough mana in the world for that. Yeah, so anyway, getting back to Dark Knight, I don't know what they're going to change, yeah. but it'll be interesting. All right, well, uh, so this aquarium bug that Juxta mentioned last show, uh, apparently the reason that this is an issue is that if you try to stack aquariums on top of each other, it actually causes a client crash. That's why they temporarily reduce the limit from 10 to 4. And they said that if you find some way even now to stack them and it crashes your client... Spoilers, there's a way to do that. You're not even going to be able to remove them because just entering your house will cause your client to crash and it could lead to other furniture items being deleted so they said don't do it and if you do it you do so at your own risk because they're not fixing it so of course what is the first thing that juxta tries to do i mean i tried stacking them <laughs> just to see if i could Christ. but here's the thing if you I, were able to do it it would have immediately crashed and then you wouldn't have been a, no one would have been able to get in anyone who would have tried to come okay, in well, would have crashed well, i couldn't like actually physically place like you can like put them over each other and it's like oh no you can't do could, that it's like an invalid spot so Nero, I'm like, oh, could you okay. imagine if if you would have tried to log on today and like as you walked in it crashes and like as i tried to walk in it crashed no actually because i would have came in before he did that right yeah. so i want to know i'd have been like well i was able to get in just fine right so you would have spent who knows how long trying to go in crashing go in crashing how long do you think it would have been before he actually said yeah i think that i did that with the aquariums probably a week I wouldn't have at ever least said a week. that. I feel like <laughs> it's got to be this bad Square Enix servers, man. I don't know. It's weird. Funny how that works. Yeah, we would be we would be calling Square Enix in protest and doing shows from the lawn. <laughs> shows from the lawn. Oh man, <laughs> I can't uh, believe you. Yeah, I cannot believe you. You're an idiot. Um, so uh, they've also said that after players actually try out the new greed-only system, if they still don't like the idea, they will consider removing it for the 24-man raids. So there you go, babies. They're going to fix it for you. Uh, I've, I've seen nothing but people hating on it. Yeah. Uh, he advised players should watch the E3 stream. Ooh. What do you think we're getting that's going to be FF14 related? God, I don't. I mean. Final Fantasy 15 crossover? That's event seems likely eventually that mm. that seems like a fairly safe guess. Um, I mean, you would have thought that was a safe guess when 15 came out yeah, like uh, last year. I know, but Square Enix can't execute anything properly anymore. And then this uh, last bit I made to ensure, or, or I insured, I got in here specifically for a Nero, but they fixed the footprints that particular mounts make oh, for fuck's bear, sake. tiger, and wolf because players had sent feedback. Berkshire 300, I will consider a $100 Patreon sub if you stream the stack crash. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, hmm. So anyway, someone wrote a blog on it. Apparently, yeah, they actually went through the fucking uh, uh, work of changing and updating those fucking footprints. Wow. Why? Because Square Enix. Because nerds are assholes. That's why. Are you calling Yoshi a nerd? 
No, I'm calling everyone who complained about that fact a fucking nerd. Okay, well, clearly they are all being facetious How many, and not me, actually being serious, but me, Square Enix took them seriously. Let me, let me, let me ask a question. How often are your mounts even on the ground anymore? Most of them fly. <laughs> Why do you give a shit? Why does anyone Dang. give a shit? You made somebody work on this. Yeah, this is all Square Enix's fault. This is not... The stupid nerds that actually took the time to write this out, they're fine. Like They can do whatever they want with their time. Square Enix is getting paid to do this. Could, could you imagine being the dev that, like, Yoshi came down? He's like, hey, I need you to, uh, ch- you know, make it so these footprints, like, actually match what they're making on the ground. Like, if I was that dev, I would have, like, laughed. I'd have been like, you're joking, right? I probably wouldn't even have done it. I'd have just laughed. and like, yeah, okay. And then a week later, he'd be like, hey, you start working on those mountain footprints yet? She'd be like, yeah, they're done. I already, uh, I already uploaded them. Oh, Don't worry you about it. You were serious. <laughs> right. Whoops. Ridiculous. Fuck all of you. Is that it for the news? That's it for the news, Oh, my man. God. That took so long. Yeah. Sorry. You're welcome. Let's talk about patch 4.3. Of course, that uh, released on Tuesday. If you want to call and uh, give your opinions about patch 4.3, Limit Break Radio on Skype 810. Please do. 515-8715-LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. would love to hear from you. What did you think about 4.3? Did you like the lighthouse? What did you think about the MSQ? We're going to try to keep it spoiler free as much as we can. Why? I mean, because... Just go and do we, it. It'll we, take you off a level three hours. Because we get another show out of it if we save the spoilers. Yeah, but then if we save it for another show, then that's less work Kalo has to do. But the lazy people who are less inspired about this game, and let's be fair... There's probably a lot of them. Okay, so, so uh, spoiler episode next week. When Nika's back, that's fair. Next week? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, come on. Did we even have that. a spoiler episode for 4.2? Because there was nothing in it that was spoilery. Yeah, there was... What? what? Or 4.1. Go visit with Fordola. That was the only thing that I remember about 4.2. The Sultana's gonna cry because she doesn't think that she's pro enough or something. I fucking, I don't know. But we're Cal kind of, kind of hype right now for the story parts of it. Yeah, see, and after a week, that's gonna be gone. No, because no. here's my thing. When I was yeah. doing the MSQ this week, I actually thought if this would have been 4.1, like if this would have happened directly after we liberated Doman Alamigo... This actually would have been pretty cool. Like, this I is what ask, I would have expected. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why didn't it? Why <laughs> was it? Because Square Enix? Did, 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 did someone text you the answer? Did Square Enix just did text you? Did you phone a friend? Did, did Square Enix just text you the answer? Because I would love to know. Why did it take to 4.3 to get to these specific plot points? Uh, because the evolved Nero- male just went live on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> because Aniro was crying. He didn't get enough Alamigo storyline. So we had to give you two points of a patch MSQ to have that so now you're sated so now we can go on to the cool stuff in doma but it wasn't even the stuff that really like only half of it like here's the thing i liked what happened in this msq but only like the end half and honestly i'm still trying to process right now if it was actually good or if they have just given it so much bullshit up to this point that I just think it's good because it's better than the rest of it. All right, we'll get to the we'll get to the MSQ here in a second. But why don't we start with actually what we started with on Patch Day uh, when we were streaming live here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, mm-hmm. uh, which was the 24-man raid, the uh, Redorano Lighthouse. Now, before it, we get okay. into that, hold what, on. Was anyone else disappointed that wasn't a light castle? 
wait. Before we get into that, we're going to need each of you in chat to go and find us a bottle of wine. And you That's have to right. Send it to the uh, to the studio here. Don't worry, we'll wait. By the way, the next two hours is going to be filled with nothing but faffing about before we actually tell you. Yeah, it's all right. In places that you've already been to, like the the introductory quest to unlock the reader on a lighthouse is maybe the most infuriating thing I've done yep. in this game it, since since we were going back and forth uh, from Costa del Sol to get, what was that, cake or something? Cheese. Cheese, that's I, what it was. It was a banquet It was a ba- yeah. to honor your death because you're going up against fucking Titan. Which I don't even remember any of that. It's, it's really funny because as I started this patch, um, you know, patch 4.1 and 4.2, I actually got to the point where I started skipping over the cutscenes, right? And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do a little test here. I'm not I'm not going to skip any cutscenes and I'm going to see how much of the story I actually understand having basically essentially not done 4.1 and 4.2. I made it about 20 minutes into questing with uh the opening the evil he's raid and was like, "Nah, fuck this. Skipping cutscenes." It was terrible. Yeah, I was less than impressed. Because here's the th- okay. So I I understand <laughs> I understand that we criticize Square Enix a lot because of kind of the lack of content for FF14. Um, does Square Enix know that just heaps of dialogue... Techno babble is what it was. ...does not end up making content? Mm-hmm. It wasn't even funny. Like, okay, she uses te- that, that, that one uh, uh, blonde aura that comes in to explain whatever the fuck it was she was explaining. You want to make the joke where she sounds too smart and Sid's like, oh, yeah, you got you got to talk dumb to us. Fine. They did that joke three times. <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. funny every time. Three fucking times, and I still had no idea what the fuck she was talking about. I mean, I understood what she was talking about. All right, what was she talking about? Explain it to us. Talking about the ethereal chemical frequencies. Okay, yeah, what does that do? What's the point? Well, the we point, need you to the point, bottom line. The point is that the frequencies usually go outward, but in this certain case, they're going inward, so that's why you have to do things differently. God, it's like you're Dude, what? Plug. That still doesn't tell me anything. Use the MacGuffin. Oh, okay. Use the MacGuffin. There's a MacGuffin, right? I mean, I'm assuming that's what the orosite is in this? Yes, the orosite. There we go. Yeah. That's why it's different, because the RSA is protruding all of its ether energies inward instead of outward. Deus ex orosite. Well, yeah. well, then wait, if it's going inward, then how are they hearing the voices from it? Because it's so powerful that way. This is stupid. This is so dumb. I mean, okay, look, when you're adapting a story that already exists to a completely different story, you have to make some really stupid... Um, concessions? That's the word, concessions. Yeah. I mean, every every decision that I feel like they made with the Evilly storyline was bad. Frumpy Raccoon said the raid story made me want to kill myself. It's I mean, like honestly, Same. like it, it. I I do not understand how like between Alexander Omega. What was the what was even the last twenty four man raid? What was that? Void Arc. Void Arc. Void Arc yes. and. Uh, what was that funny word we had for it? Macaque? Macaque. Yeah, macaque. Macaque. Um, and then like void scent. And, and this 24 man raid, like, like, uh, honestly, the raid itself is, is fine. Oh, like, it's, the raid is great. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun, right? The story is just dreadful. It's so trash. It really is. 
We actually, I mean, I, I made the joke, uh, I mean, we've all made this joke at some point, the, the, the whole Dragon Ball Z thing where we have to become friends with, with, with everyone, right? We had, we, we had to team up with who we thought were the enemy to save the enemy. Oh, we had to team enemy. up with Pagamon. No, nobody Pag- is truly the enemy. Only, no. Only Asians Remember how we thought, we thought that Elma got kidnapped? <laughs> we were all convinced that's why we're going back. <laughs> uh, apparently, they just took a book from us at the end of the 24-man raid, and they just give it back anyway. Those what dicks. F- What's the purpose? I mean, to be fair, they did kidnap Alma for like the first 30 seconds of this story. Oh my god. So I'm going to count that as us being right. We were just future right, which is different from present right. All right. All right. Let's actually talk about... Well, hang on. First, before we get into into the raid, uh, the uh, the the really racist kid in in this <laughs> oh, Ramza. story. Yes, Ramza. What a dick. Mole bats. That's so great, though. <laughs> what a... Like, he just... He picks every opportunity to be a racist asshole. Well, that's his character trait is being obnoxious, so... Was that how Ramza was in Tactics? I remember him being Absolutely an asshole. Absolutely not. Yeah, okay. None whatsoever. <laughs> like, Ramza was, like, stereotypical... Like, super uh, good guy, right? Yeah, like, lawful good character. I must always do the right thing. I'm gonna go into this bar and order milk. So... True story. So is this... I mean, is is this supposed to be funny, or, like... I mean, they're two completely different characters, so yeah. it's... Uh, Super Mooney Xanadu says we're being too honest. He would like us to lie to them like the other Twitch streamers do. Uh, uh, all right. Well, you're a really cool dude. <laughs> hey, he subbed earlier. He's kind of a cool dude. Wow. You're a dick, Juxta. I mean, yeah. Uh, Frumpy Raccoon, your your follower, said Ramza position, and everyone seems to be uh, agreeing with him. Ramza, oh, oh. So I guess everyone knows that you're the racist person on the on the cast. Yeah, you were before though. No, you tried to make me, but I think people because saw you were being it. racist. Do we need to talk about the uh, thing that I said today when we were leaving Flint? Yeah, the part where you were racist. Mm, oh no, that was you. No, you were the racist one. No, mm. that was you. Mm. Okay, mm. we were being racist in the car. Yeah, <laughs> not I, we. Um. I'm picking up on that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, so we go into the reader on a lighthouse, uh, and we've got a, a lizard that has a really big jack and arm, uh, a racist, his weird sister, and Their some pedophile girl. looking dad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my Dude. God, he's so he does look like a pedo, uh, and uh, and some blonde aura chick that can't seem to speak properly anyway so let's actually talk about these fights because these fights were actually legit pretty fun pretty fun what was the first one was that the water guy yes yes famfret Uh, just famfret does anyone else think of fire when you hear famfret yeah kind of yeah i don't i mean i didn't think of anything i just thought of the server i don't think i had a context for a server yeah, yeah, there's, yeah a there's a Famfret server. Fan server. It, reminds, yeah. it reminds me of Ifrit. That's why I think fire. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. But yeah, no, I, I didn't have like a frame of reference for a Famfret. Mm-hmm. Um, the first fight, though, unlike... Oh, excuse me. Unlike uh, the last Ivelisse, which we had a lot of trouble on uh, uh, going through, we actually managed to one-shot the uh, the first boss. I don't know if that was uh, a matter of the, the difficulty or just having such a... Well, yeah, he's a, eating a better... Tide Pods. He's fucking half-retarded. <laughs> I just I, I I think that I prefer raid mechanics that uh, um, I don't like like ad switching in in shit like that, but just having to dodge 
things that are a little bit more dynamic than just circle here, circle there, which I think recently in uh, they've been doing uh, a lot better with, you know, him dropping the uh, uh, the Tide Pod that, you know, blocks off a quarter of the room or the giant uh, like hydro twisters that that are that are like flying around when it feels like the mechanics are part of it in some way instead of just uh, uh, the circles. I mean, there's really no difference between them to except except for aesthetically. But I guess it, it's just something that 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 is. Oh, I hate using this this reasoning, but it's a little bit more immersive, and, and it makes it I don't know, just, just well, more yeah, fun makes, in my it's eyes. Fine, right? It's fine. I mean, if uh, this water dude started suddenly started using like a fire attack, that would just be stupid because it wouldn't be as immersive. Well, I mean, just, like, just, just imagine instead of all you know, using all the water and stuff in the twisters, it was just literally, all right, this red spot is where something's going to drop, right? right? The fact that they've been moving to use actual objects and effects as opposed to just the, 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 the circle targeting stuff, I think it also makes things feel... Uh, more original. Um, on on the second boss, uh, Belias, he does a thing where he will pick random squares and like charge around and then in like a different direction, right? That is ostensibly just the Ifrit charge, right? But I mean, it, not but necessarily. It's still, it's no, still, it's, it, it is. It is. It is the fucking Ifrit charge. I mean, he appears it, it, and he, he charges. Moves. Bare minimum. That's what it is. Well, yeah, but then he changes direction too. But it still feels like like it doesn't feel old and and used out, right? It it still feels like fun. Why? Well, I mean, first of all, uh, the fact that uh, Juxta couldn't seem to maintain a stable connection during the Belias fight was <laughs> just, just that my fight, favorite by the part way. of this whole dungeon. And it wasn't just—it wasn't even just Juxta; just people in general. Yeah, that it seems like there's a weird. Yeah, like it seems like there's a weird connection issue with specifically Belias, and I don't know if that has to do with the you know the the way that fight was programmed or whatever. Or or if it's you know the platform you know the the level whatever like the it is zone it's, or whatever. yeah but there's something that really like doesn't doesn't work well with uh, with some people's PCs does does anybody else anyone else in the chat if you had any type of uh, weird lag or server issues during the raid was it specifically on Belias or did you have it anywhere else because I didn't have any server trouble or any lag trouble like whatsoever i was fine throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. start to finish um i i mean i don't know that belias necessarily felt like entirely new um you know uh, i I, th- I mean it was a fun fight mm-hmm. don't get me wrong but yeah i i don't think that it necessarily between famfret and belias brought a whole lot of new mechanics to the team no no probably didn't no but let's talk about constructs heaven <laughs> oh do we have to <laughs> yeah we do i don't know it just doesn't add up what man. the fuck is a prime number <laughs> what even is a prime number for for magnets how do they work <laughs> um no like seriously uh i this was pretty clever making people do simple math because if there's anything that people hate it's simple <laughs> math what okay okay see here here's the only thing about this that bothers me is knowing that the way that they develop like like their 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 raid strategies and stuff you know when they sit down they conceptualize a raid that they have this rule they follow that you must be able to explain everything that happens in the raid in under 60 seconds in simple terms I okay mean, you can it's called simple math yeah he's the boss is going to call out 
what you have to do. It is pretty simple it, when, like, once you get well, it. Yeah, well, once yeah. you get it. Because the first time that happens, like, I, I just see, like, my HP changing and shit and then going back to normal. And I'm like, I, I don't I fucking even know see what's that happening. To start with. Like, and he just said, like, divide by three. And I'm like, stand Divide in the, what by three? I'm just like, all right, I'll stand in the circle with three in it. That's how you divide by three. <laughs> like, I didn't even realize that my HP was a single digit. Gotcha. And you were getting it right to begin with? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, so, I'm like, yeah, see, wrong. exactly. I'm like, oh, okay. And actually, I think the first time I was raised during during that part, and if you're raised after he makes your HP go low, then your HP is, you know, 8,490. And it goes off of that? I don't know what it goes off oh, of. Oh, okay. At that point. <laughs> Still, it, it took like three or four times before I finally realized like, oh, okay, now I get what we're doing. Yeah. And then I'm and bad at math, so I'm still getting it wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, and after you realize what the mechanic wants of you, you can, it's super easy and you can get it every time, but yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, it's... It, it takes, you're going to fail it like once or twice to figure it out. Yeah, because like the first time it like, it makes your HP drop, it uses, it's, uses a move called subtraction. So that right up there, I'm like, so I'm subtracting mm -hmm. the, the circles from my HP? Well, and see what happens. And happened then you step into it, it like makes it go up. I'm like, oh, Yeah, that's see, that's what screwed me over once is it's like, all right, divide by, you know, three or whatever. And I didn't realize I was already standing in one. So the HP I was seeing wasn't my actual number. Mm -hmm. So oh, I ran over to something up, and, yeah. and I'm like, what the, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck that should have been the number then I look at my HP and it's different and I'm like yeah. oh mother god damn it yeah mm -hmm. yeah but I mean that's I mean I'm fairly clever the thing is I'm, here's I'm disappointed I never got to see his dance oh that's right <laughs> he does dance. Did. he, he does. does a great apparently dance. after you beat the raid you can go back to his room and can see his dance then oh really yep or you could just just, uh, just die during the ad fight re well, why don't you just do the dance for us now juxta so that so that a Nero can see it I actually don't remember it it's like it's like a luau, right? Like, like a little bit like that, right? Is that what it, is that what it was? I mean, you got about 10% okay. of it right. All right. Hey, there we go. That's so a, That's a prime number. But I mean, I, I, I do think that they did a great job, um, you know, designing the, uh, the, the zone. The zone is gorgeous. Oh, everything mm -hmm. about it. I think that that's one of the things that they've managed to, honestly, for a while now, really hit home on is their environment designers. I mean, even as far back as uh, the Lost City of Macaque was one of the first ones that yeah. we were really like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, ending on uh, Yazimat. <laughs> the bunny hop. The bunny hop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It looks ridiculous, right? I'm not the only one that thought that. No, yeah, no, that's, you that's sure stupid. Are. Is that a move from twelve? Tell us the bunny hop. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. I can't, I can't imagine it is. It just. It looks ridiculous doing it. Honestly, um, the 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 character model looks really good though. I will say that. I'd like it as a mount, and it'd be a cool mount. <laughs> that would be a cool mount. You can downscale it a little bit so it's not too no obnoxious. Don't do that. Make I it wanna... bigger. <laughs> yes, that's what I want to see. But I mean, you know, I, I don't think that there was anything too impossible about any of these no, fights. No, there wasn't. And I, and I just think... learn. Listen, Eorzea just needs to learn simple maths. That's all. Yeah. Oh, overall, though, I think that I think I'm more disappointed in this raid because, OK, yeah, sure. You know, it looks beautiful. Uh, uh, the encounters were well designed. But I feel like once you go through it once, you know, the story is absolute garbage shithole pile of feces. Is it better or worse than Alexander? I would prefer Alexander. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, honestly, I found myself wishing for like Schrodinger's cat jokes or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, while, while Alexander wasn't the most 
inventive like my problem with it was like really this is all that we're getting i wasn't yeah. saying they're being like what the fuck does this matter what the fuck are you talking about why can't i just do a fucking raid already the gear looks horrible too by the way oh yeah i it, got like it's, some hand pieces awful. and it looks like i'm wearing like goalie mitts from like hockey <laughs> or something like i'm like we're in alamigo and doma neither of which have like any snow or any cold weather or anything why why am i why do i need these gigantic mitts i mean okay let's let's talk about the gear because the gear from the first uh you know the fucking rabbit nasty mm-hmm. yeah like wasn't that great either no that was a direct callback specifically to tactics characters though was wasn't it, it? Well, well so I mean, what was this th- one this one is from for tactics as well is it really is it? yeah God, they're so ugly the caster ones are a calculator remix um i think the tank one is like a delita uh callback and i think like the melee one is a um uh callback to vaughn from Final Fantasy Twelve, Verdant Hearts, Vandal Hearts, mm. Vandal Hearts. Wait, no, Vandal Hearts. No, Revenant Wings. Revenant Wings. There we go. Oh, That's okay. it. I gotta, I got, I gotta I got look these there. up now because the, the arm things that I look are absolutely terrible. I think there's another set in there too, which I can't think of at the moment. Bond from Vandal Hearts. He was in Vandal. Hearts? No, no, he no. was wrong about Revenant that. Wings. Revenant, Revenant Wings. Wings. Right. I'm like that doesn't Jesus sound right. At all. It's not right. That's because it, it wasn't. It's a and little it, right. Even no, it wasn't even a little bit right. It's kind of roughly right. No, it's not right. No, and Revenant Wings. Wings right. He's he looks the same as he does in Twelve. He's not wearing any different gear, so that can't be right. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking it's about. It's just, it's terrible. Bottom line, here's, it's terrible. Here's, here's the thing, though. So we've we've seen now two uh, two tiers of gear be references to tactics. Does the third set have to directly reference twelve? But in I mean twelve, they didn't change gear. They were they just were their character models, and there was nothing really all that inspired about any. Well, of that's them that's uh, well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like you would get one that's directly Vaughn, one that's directly, you know, uh, Fran, one that's Balthier, one that. You How know do what you I mean? put? No, here because here's the problem. How do you put Fran on a male character? <laughs> I mean, look, the bu- at, look at what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, right. Come Let's on. not do that. The 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 bunny ears could just be a part of the gear. That's just a whole new level of terrible. I know. Which, by the way, uh, it was cool seeing the quest line up to this uh, confirm that Viera are in the world. Well, incoming and new race. Here's 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 the thing. I I am really disappointed that Nika's not here because I want to hear about more about her disappointment. <laughs> That this isn't canon to both tactics. Hold on, no, you know, saying it's not canon, I think would have been actually a a okay defense. But specifically, what she said is, I'm so upset that they have overwritten the canon. That this now makes a new canon for the past games. It does not. What the fuck, Nika? It does not. I don't know what what mental gymnastics Nika's trying to do to be able but to put early this. Early on, con- before it no. came out, they said it was canon that they were all the same place. You ever hold on to an idea like a life raft? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of that going on here. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, it's uh, it definitely in this section of the raid confirmed that there is no canon connection between the two games so Libertier 100 it's all a flak cannon okay it's all a flak cannon all right all flak cannon sure yeah um anyway so uh that dude i but the story is terrible 
you know, when really I, bad. When I heard the 24-man raid was Return to Evelise, I just had a moment of dread when I heard well, that. But, but here's, the, here's the thing. The way that they handled it in the first, like, in Reb and Aster, I actually liked all of that. I didn't really have that much of a problem with it. To, to, to see how they took not just a place now, but actual characters and, like, you know, mythos and stuff, and wove it into its own sort of, lay, you know, it's its own branch of, of Eorzean uh, uh, history, that was actually really cool. I really yeah. enjoyed that. But now this whole leg here, everything about this is fucking terrible. I, I mean, I just I'm I'm getting tired of of Eorzea being a like dumping ground for other Final Fantasies like plot leftovers. You know what I mean? But if they were to use it in a way that actually felt worthwhile, that's one thing. Okay, that's fair. But the fact that everybody has to team up and nobody is actually really the bad guy is fucking stupid as shit. Okay, but this is a really new and interesting plot arc is having the bad guys team up with the good guys. Cause that's, no, it's that's, not. That's it's, new and interesting. No, it's really not. You can explore so many different avenues of that. Like the bad guy being mean and condescending to the good guy. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. I'm sure that there are some people out there who disagree, who think that, I don't know, maybe that the Evil East Raid was uh, the bee's knees. Uh, a well-written, well-crafted, high-functioning... Psychopath. <laughs> I don't know where that was going, but um, but that, you know, maybe you really like the 24-man raid. Uh, if you did, we'd love to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Maybe I missed things. Maybe I wasn't reading close enough to be able to understand the subtleties of uh, having to go uh, procure wine for some idiot. For a idiot. nameless NPC. He didn't even he didn't even warrant an actual name. I made this joke on stream. It was a dramaturge. I made this joke on stream, but honestly, it's a it's, dramaturge. It's not a joke. I would have preferred that at the point where they send you off to do this quest, if they would have said you can continue this cutscene after JP Midnight, hundred percent. I'd have been like, all right, fine, that's cool. I'm gonna take a break now. I'll come back tomorrow and finish up. Uh, let's uh, let's move on from uh, the twenty four man raid and talk about uh, the Namuzu Beast Tribe quest. Anyone here do them? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not surprised because you no. guys, you guys have lives and <laughs> dignity. To be <laughs> fair, well, uh, to be fair, I was going to attempt to start doing them only okay, because you wanted to put Namazu NPCs in the house to yes. upset a Nero. Yes, definitely. That's exactly the reason. Uh, but apparently, I read uh, somewhere, like on Reddit or something, that there's like a whole bunch of like prerequisite quests that you have to do, and these were like side quests you could do when you were leveling up. Well, spoiler alert, I didn't do any side quests when I was leveling up, so there was like this giant page of side quests I have to do to even unlock them. You know, I've done I, those. Well, why don't you uh, go, go do the Namazu then? Do now, you're, you're in for a real treat having to do those quests. Why? Because I couldn't tell you a thing about them. They were terrible. Mm. Uh, people in the chat, Enjoy the that way. one. Are, are saying that apparently the wandering dramaturge is actually supposed to be uh, Matsuno, the writer for Ivalice. Well, fuck you, you dumb dick. <laughs> the fact that we had to go get you wine really makes me angry. Yeah. And not like you I wonder, at all. I wonder if his wife is actually as hot as what that uh, that thought was. <laughs> Be gone, thought. That's all I could think of. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Uh, all right, so... That entire quest was paying homage to him. 
uh, a fellow Chew is saying there's about 20 quests altogether if you didn't do any of them to unlock the Beast Tribe. Yeah, so I'm definitely not going to unlock Jeez. the Beast Tribe. Yes. Because I'm wow. definitely not going to go through all that effort just so I can do crafter dailies. <laughs> but what about the festival? I don't give a shit about the festival. But what about that mount? But what the about mount, the mount? Yeah. But the what mount. about annoying me? I mean, annoying you is very good, but I can just do equal, if not more, annoyance by being bad on the show. Here's what you need to do. Just make sure that Nika does them. Like, just re- really get on her about getting them done, and then maybe she can put the NPCs in the house for you. I mean, I'm just going to have one of our minions do that anyway. Oh, okay, fair enough. Let's go to our phone lines and uh, talk to Viviana Tayorin from Hyperion. What's going on, What's going on, Viviana? Hey, how's it going on? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Hey, yeah, I just wanted to comment on the 24-man raid. Yeah. I, overall, I thought it was, uh, I thought I liked it. I mean, being a huge fan of Final Fantasy Tactics, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. However, the quest getting up to it can eat a dick. That fucking wine quest, oh dear lord, that's the most droll, boring bullshit I've ever seen. I'm the motherfucking warrior of light, who's a practically a demigod at this point. I gotta go fetch wine? I mean, yeah, sure, the... T- the quest title is pretty clever but oh lord two hours it took two hours i skipped past all that shit two fucking hours we were doing it on stream i was barely reading right like and kala was actively skipping cutscenes, and Mm -hmm. it's not like even with actively skipping cutscenes, it took you that much shorter that that much shorter of a time to be able to get through it right after i had to soothe and comfort some hobo in a treehouse, i was done god and like you didn't even like fight anything nope it was just running around um i did i did have to kill my patients do bull <laughs> do bullshit at this end of the uh, of the map. Now go do bullshit at this end of the map. Yeah, you're it's right. Like, the soothing the co- and, and comforting the hobo was a bit. <laughs> we passed each we other. We passed each other. <laughs> and I'm like, get ready to soothe and comfort a hobo. And he kind of laughed at me. And I'm just like, nah, man, for real. <laughs> uh, that's real, dog. And then I'm a like, part of me can, died inside. Can, I was like, can, can I just shank him with my rapier, please, or something? I was like, it. Cause, uh, the quest system in this entire game. I, I like this game, but the quest system has got to go. It's, I it's, agree. Go, go do this. Go do this. I, I, once again, you're the warrior of light. You're practically a demigod. You're Heidelin's avatar on this, on the mortal plane. Hey, go, uh, go fetch my lunch for me. But I mean, like really? Square Enix, Square Enix really does have this approach of like throw dialogue at it as padding. And and that I think as in terms of quest design is really frustrating. Well, here's the thing: if they would just replace their writers, because the quests have been the same thing that they've always been, right? But remember how much yeah. praise was given to them in Heaven's Ward for the Dark Knight quest line, right? Yeah. And where did this writing go? Good question. Because even with uh, store, with no with Heaven's Ward, I've thoroughly enjoyed most of Heaven's Ward. Yeah, there was some BS here and there, but I thoroughly enjoy Heaven's Ward. Stormblood. I, even the, the main story quest, I skipped most of that stuff because it was just practically boring. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anira, you've been doing a lot of uh, side quest stuff. Uh, I have. Uh, for your, like, ESO comparison or whatever. What was in Stormblood the most uh, uh, interesting storyline you've came across so far? There is a section of the Azim Step where there's... Uh, 
there's a quest line where you're helping someone prepare to kill themselves. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty... Oh, is it, is it that one tribe that's way yeah. over on the uh, the west side? Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, and that was, that was pretty interesting. Um, but even that had so much kind of like word vomit as- associated with it mm-hmm. that it becomes a little bit... I don't. I mean, like, like when it takes me four minutes to click through dialogue sequences, like I get a bit irritated with that, and and especially you know, uh, uh, Kahlo, you had mentioned that I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online just to kind of do a base comparison between their questing system, and you know, the first big difference is that ESO everything is voice acted, literally. Every quest doesn't matter what it what they have you doing. It's voice acted. And so there's a way that it makes you really trim the fat off of off of your wordy explanations Mm -hmm. and and uh, exposition. And in that way, I feel much more, you know, invested in what's going on in ESO. I do think that that's partly a byproduct of the voice acting. But. To be able to have that much voice acting, you've also really got to be very conservative with your script because that's, you know, there's only so much there's only so many wave files you can put on somebody's computer before it starts to light on fire. You know what I mean? (laughs) I've really tested the limits of that, too. Um, But, you know, like, I think that's I think that's really the biggest problem with FF14's quest structure is that I don't care about anything that I'm doing. I'm I'm picking up the quest, going to the point that it sends me out to. But even when I do read the text, and I pay attention to the motivation that I'm supposed to have. It's not good. No. Uh, however, on one positive note, I, on the 24 memory, I do, I do love Construct Seven. I love that fight. <laughs> it's just so funny seeing that how many people who can't do simple math and know what a prime number is. Yeah, that's hilarious. But still, I, I just had a huge like you know, I just went full fanboy. I was like, oh shit, Construct Seven. We need Tam to come back and uh, do a Mambo number seven parody (laughs) for construct number seven. (laughs) I like it. Oh, man. I agree with you, though. Construct number seven is uh, one of the better fights in the game, I think, right now. Um, And, you know, I I think if you can also teach your audience something at the same time, (laughs) that that's that's a bonus, right? Like, when am I ever going to need to know uh, what a prime number is? Four equals nine. There you go. Yeah. So um, the next time when your daughter is growing up and and she asks, why am I ever going to need to learn math? You can explain. You'll use construct number seven. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, uh, like, if you were doing new math to be able to figure out construct number seven, (laughs) what would that even look like? I don't even know. You could literally pick any one of them and it would be right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyway, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you, Viviana. Do you have any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, No, not really. All right. uh, Thanks for letting me vent about those stupid ass quests. Absolutely. Thanks for giving us a call here on Limit Break Radio. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-20, I'm sorry, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you and uh, hear your thoughts on patch 4.3. Uh, so we've also got the Four Lords story, which was attached to our newest dungeon, the Swallow's Compass. Um, first of all, I thought the Swallow's Compass was pretty well done. Me, I know all about swallowing. Um, Thank you, Scully. I, I thought 
the first the 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 trek that you make to the first boss was fairly hilarious it's as if square enix has heard our criticism about you know uh having having <laughs> dungeons just be one big long hallway and they said well we're going to take your those hallways and turn it into a circle I like how even though it is a circle, you actually have to go one direction. Yes, because, because the you debris. can't go the other direction. <laughs> why? Why? Why is that? Why? Just having that one choice, if you go left or right, would I would have I would have sat here and I would have praised them for having at least a little bit <laughs> oh, of dynamics in their dungeon design that is really sad but actually. it is not no no that's not what we get we just get that hallway like just crooked around into a fucking circle can we i, I would i really want a dungeon where a what cho- just one choice matters or makes a fucking difference I just want one dungeon that's not a fucking hallway from front to back. That's that's that could be confusing. It's not. It could be. No, it's I, not. I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they make a decision that matters. The best you're gonna get is you get a fork, and if you go one way, you fight tonberries. If you go the other way, you fight jellies, but they each still just end up at the boss. That's thousand miles of total right? Exactly. <laughs> Which is one of the better earlier dungeons. It, yes, <laughs> it is. Still, when you play it, you've got to make a decision. You've got to pick a path. Fuck, why is this so hard? Why Why is it so hard to design a dungeon that's not just one fucking hallway? You know what upsets me the most, too, is is the, when, when Yoshi P does talk about how some content is made. And, and you see the amount of work that goes into something that, when you finally get it, seems so so simple and uninspired. And then think about all of the, 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 the quote-unquote work that goes into these terrible quest lines and this word vomit and all this bullshit we don't want. And imagine if they just didn't do any of that, how much extra money and time they would have to pour into the things that actually matter. It's I, sad. I, it's sad. That should make you feel bad. Like I, I, it, it was. Is it? Is it sad that I did try to try to go left the first time <laughs> that I did this dungeon? I was like, I'm fuck it. I, I know everyone's gonna go right, but I'm gonna try to. Why is it blocked? Strife. That was literally my question. <laughs> Strife uh, twenty four in the chat says, "Sounds like a Nero needs some Wow Mythic Plus in his life." God damn you! <laughs> go away, Strife. But- but those lunch are still one. Stop path, trying right? to tempt me. But they're different because of all the the the. I mean, fair. The what are they? What, what do they call them? The affixes. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, was this dungeon kind of boring? Who was the last boss? Super boring. <gasps> I haven't even done Biako yet. Guys. Oh, you haven't done it yet? No. Oh my gosh! It's that early puller. Goku? Son Goku? It's Son Goku? It it is? I what mean, is, is the it... last boss? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> it's it's the fucking monkey on a cloud with a fucking quarter staff. Oh, you're right. It's Goku. Yeah. Yeah. Lol. I, I was trying to remember what the other Dragon Ball Z reference is besides <laughs> in this patch, uh, besides making your enemy your best friend. Okay, okay, and it hold was on. Literally the boss that, of that, that fucking right, that, dungeon. That's not fair. That's not that's not a Dragon Ball Z reference. That's like Chinese mythology reference, yeah. which Dragon Ball Z used. Okay, and most people still. would identify as a Dragon Ball <laughs> Z reference. Most people are idiot weeds. I know they with are. No ac- 
actual culture. I know, I know. But still, though, I'm gonna rack it up to. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, we're just gonna put it in the Dragon Ball Z column because <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the dumb. No column. one's. No one's ever dead. And all of your enemies become your friends at some point. Well, so I'm sure it, that that didn't happen in the MSQ. This whole fucking game is just Dragon Ball Z. That's all it is. Like, remember all of those when we used to joke like, huh, yeah, this game's dark and trying to be like Game of Thrones. No, no. It was just, it was always Dragon Ball Z. No. Always Dragon Ball Z. It's all bad. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. So so was the was the tens and stuff worth it? Like 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 was that used in like a cool way? Were you nope. happy with the oh great nope. Nope. fucking hell? I was not. Jesus. I was not. Were you? No. No. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the dungeon a little bit more, like the bosses? Because I don't actually remember what they were. <laughs> no, I mean I now I, I think I that's all I had to say was Goku. No spoilers. There. I don't know no, what the other to. dungeon bosses are. <laughs> I can't. Uh, do they? Does it matter? Do we need to? Do we generally talk about all of the dungeon bosses? All right, fair enough. Do you want, can we talk about the the story, or is that spoilers? Was you just said it wasn't worth it anyway? I don't want to hear it. It's it's not that good. I mean, you it's, get you get a little bit more backstory about Tenzin. You got a very little. Yeah, you, I mean, what uh, your your turtle friend goes a little bit crazy, and you got to subdue him. Not not Genbu. No, right. Yeah, the other oh, one. A different turtle. So <laughs> you team, you team you end up teaming up with Genbu. The, the ninja. Oh, yeah. oh. turtle. Oh, right. From earlier. What? Why? why he's is still he there. In the yeah, he's, oh. he's he's training. He's hanging out for something. Okay. Anyway, very vaguely training. Yeah, all this time. <laughs> vaguely training. And he goes back to doing squats after that. Um, but it, like FF seven style. Uh. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Uh. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. Um. But, anyway, but. I, I mean, the general story that we were given about, you know, uh, Genbu's own backstory uh, and how he became involved with, with Tenzin. Uh, boring? What was I? I don't know what it's I was. Like, okay. I guess that's cool. Yeah. The like, end. am I supposed to be growing an attachment to Tenzin? Because I'm not. Tenzin's like not even alive, right? When was the last time you had any sort of attachment with a character in this game? been a long time it's been a, i mean um let's see who was I attached attachment to? or like a general feeling towards yeah you know what either you know what i remembered in this msq why i loved uh you sue you i remember why i like her because she's I mean, well i guess we can get to that yeah yeah we're MSQ. gonna get to that in a second but. um but no the four lords is kind of dead to me all right cool I mean, it does. I, I like it. Doesn't it's seem like, to be building much of anywhere. It's on pause right now. So what can we say about it? <laughs> yeah, Great. no, like it, everything else. That's how it really feels. Like I mean, we've got two more lords to be able to get through, and then whoever the big bad is at the end. Right. Right. How is this? I mean, we've only got two more patches. How is it going to play out? Is it going to be another dungeon with I, with like Siryu or Suzaku at the end of it, and then a big circle dungeon fight for the other one? Yeah. And then the last one will fight the big bad guy. Right? Mm. I would that's what I would assume. And then we have to fight Tenzin, which I th- uh, do we? Maybe Tenzin becomes one with the big bad guy. Maybe. And Maybe then afterwards he commits suicide, but then in Sudoku. 5.0 he comes back. I don't know, man. I I just I feel like the whole, I can't I can't even really predict the patterns like of where of how this is gonna gonna unfold. 
You know, back in the day, we would be excited that we wouldn't be able to predict the patterns, but now we're just super bored by not being able to predict the patterns. It's, it's because... Well, because I don't think it's going to matter either way. It's not. That's like, one. it's going to be so... Remember back in 3.0 with ukulele and the trying warring triad? And oh, holy what, shit. What happened with that? Nope. Nothing. It's on pause. A big nothing burger. <laughs> it's not on pause. It's done. A big nothing burger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's just like, all right, there, you did it. Here's my backstory. Now I'm just going to stand here while you go do other stuff. Do you guys remember that ukulele was sent by Elidibus? Yeah. I mean, I vaguely. completely forgot that until I read that on the on my the, phone. On the wiki or something? Yeah, on the wiki. I'm like, oh, that had payoff? Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, not much in 3.0 had a whole lot of payoff. Let's be honest. Let's let's be completely... Except I mean, for, dark, honestly, the MSQ, I feel... The MSQ had payoff? What? Uh, at, at what point? I find myself interested in it again. <laughs> oh, you mean this go-round? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was, no, we're I, talking about 3.0. Yeah, oh, I was, I was okay. talking about right, 3.0. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. All right, let's... I mean, we're finally there. I mean, Dome, Dome and Enclave reconstruction, have you guys any... No. I started the quest, yeah. and then there's a point where you go back to Mordona, and it's like, oh, wait, talk to these domains and help them solve their problems. And I'm like, okay, I'll randomly click on these domains and solve their problems. And they're like, okay, talk to this lady, but she might have stuff you need to do beforehand, and it's another quest I didn't do. So I'm never going to do the Odoman Enclave. Wait, now. really? Yeah. Oh, I must have actually did that, because all I had to do was basically they come up to you and they're like, oh, I want to get a present for this person. What should I get them? They basically each ask you that. Yeah. Then you go to Slathborn. He's like, I'm going to miss you guys. And then they leave. And then the little kids get fucking hats. Yeah, the Doman kids. I, I haven't done those yet. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they're okay. like, do that's these Doman kids first. And I'm like, whoa, that's not what bang mages do. Phrasing. <laughs> that's not what bang mages do. Phrasing. Here's all you need to know about Doman Enclave, because I thought it would be like every week or every day you have to turn in something specific. Yeah. You can literally turn in anything. Oh. If you sell Ma- materia, equipment, pieces, literally anything. 20% markup. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically up to 20k a week and then I guess it'll it'll build up. So how much this is worth will depend once we get the first upgrade how much it's actually upgraded. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Zero. All right, let's talk about the MSQ. Oh, thank uh, God. All right, we're going to try to do this as spoiler-free as possible, but if we're you We're still going to spoil stuff. Uh, there is, yeah, there's going to be certain big overarching plot points that we're going to talk about. So if you have not done it and you don't want to be spoiled on it, you may want to consider bailing out now. Uh, we're still going to try. I mean, it's we're not we're not lifting the spoiler embargo, but, you know, we've definitely got to talk about it because, right. you know, there's the only interesting thing about this patch. I tend to agree. So the first half of oh, the MSQ, <laughs> we're still in Doma and how they managed to Liberture 100. You need to bang the Doma and children to replenish. Stop. No. Hashtag bang it. God damn it, There Frumpy are some Raccoon. places a bang mage will not go, Frumpy. Little children is one of them. <laughs> Moderately sized children. Well, let's not go there. <laughs> okay, so right. the MSQ literally starts off with Gosetsu getting a bath from Yatsuyu. Oh, you know how close I was <laughs> to just hitting the escape button and skipping every fucking cutscene? I don't blame you. And it did not help that exactly where that story went to like when 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 he mentioned what there was like some fruit that oh i missed this fruit from my hometown a persimmon yeah and then suddenly she's gone oh my god where did she go to get the fucking fruit you moron of course so we could have never predicted that 
Yeah. So, um, chasing you, her around. You didn't want to be in a room with large naked gutsetsu, this glistening hard ass nipples. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? Just think of a ghost. <laughs> she says somewhere a bang mage will go. <laughs> Good God. Um, yeah. Uh, so you end up chasing uh, Yotsoyu around for quite a bit. Um, the first day of trying to do the, the red chocobos was pretty hilarious. That was pretty good. Hold, hold on. Before we jump jump too far ahead, because I was... Too wait, far? Oh, that was the first thing that you do. No, oh, no, no. Red chocobos was actually the evil Oh, it was. That was we're saving, oh, the, yeah, you're we're saving right. the mole bat. You're right. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I got confused because apparently every quest took place at this little section, <laughs> this little yes. corner of that map. Yangshan. Every single fucking quest line ended up taking you there at some point yeah look what what i'm really upset with is is it could have been a really i think cool and and sort of tortured moment for yatsuyu when she comes up to this village that she was essentially this terrible terrible person to and they're all like oh shit she's back you know he and you better fucking deal with her and then in a split second because one little girl is like oh no let's forgive her everyone's like oh oh okay okay the little girl yeah that's fine I mean, it's what? not. That's not the worst that Square Enix has ever done. It's not, but man. it wasn't great. But um, I do think that you know, as as we move the story forward, and uh, her brother enters the picture, brings her parents into the picture. I, I was dead. Actually, no, they the weren't pa- dead. The no. parents aren't dead. They, yet? No, no, they were. They were. They were living in uh, Garlemald. Yep. Are you kidding? <laughs> what do you? What? What do you? What do you mean? The the young boy and the young girl from the town's parents aren't dead. I no, the, oh, no, 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 yes, so, yes. no. Oh, oh to try it. and jog her memory because they were oh, shit dumb shit. Yeah, sorry. I will give them this right, despite not really wanting. You know, because I was, I was with 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 Nika on this, I didn't think that she needed uh, a redemption story arc, especially because they're setting. It feels like they're setting for Dola up for one. What she they, didn't get one. What ultimately, and, and, and what they had done with her up to this point, though, I was kind of starting to feel for the Suyu side of the character. Which mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's the that, that that's, that's the point. point. That's the yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that I ever did. I mean, I I think. I don't know. Like I, I can tell when a story is trying to emotionally right, manipulate yeah, me yes. on that yes. on that level, and then you just like completely turn off. You're like, yeah, don't well, care about this person whatsoever. And, and and I think that there were enough hints that Yotsoyu was still in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, to have to, I mean, I do think that to to have to go to such great lengths to pull out to pull Yotsoyu back out of of Tsuyu was. Um, I mean, I guess you're uh, maybe that's supposed to be the closest that she gets to a redemption. Well, because well, because here's my I- issue with it, or, or what I was hoping for with it, right? That that we see this Suyu character, right? And you know, Nika's all like, "Oh, if they give her memories back, she's going back to being being evil and stuff like that." And and what I was hoping they would show is that when an evil person loses their memories, they become good. If they get their old memories back, that doesn't necessarily invalidate everything that they felt. In you know the 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 past days or weeks or whatever, right? She still right. felt 
all of those things. So to me, it doesn't make sense to be like, oh, well, now I remember who I am. I'm evil again, right? Well, that's exactly what happens. I know. <laughs> that's the part of it that, that really sort of ticks me off. And she did have a moment where I think she kind of did get as much quote unquote, quote unquote, redemption as she could have got. It wasn't truly a redemptive arc. Well, I, I, I think, I think that in in an emotional way is kind of symbolized by the struggle between Zenos and Gosetsu mm-hmm. during the fight. Which, by the way, when he says "be gone," dot dot dot, you know what he was saying? Thought. Yeah. <laughs> be gone. Thought. <laughs> and and the way that it ended, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of struggling with whether or not. I like how it did. I don't know how how, how far we should go with this because of of of, of spoilers, potential yeah. spoilers, right? But I find myself thinking like, all right, we're always criticizing Square Enix for doing one thing when they should be doing the other, right? So if I don't like how it ended and it ended that way, honestly, I think that I'm okay with it because now they're doing something that I didn't expect them to or, do, or want them to do, or want them to do. Mm-hmm. But then again, they're doing it with a character that honestly doesn't. In the grand scheme of things, especially at this point, really matter. I think. I think the thing. The thing is, is that I did expect this. Like I, I expected exactly this, especially once. Um, God, I'm, I'm uh, Asahi. Asahi. That's right. Asahi. That's right. Yeah, because Asahi berries are terrible. But uh, that's that's how I try to remember his name. Because <laughs> gotcha. you know, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but uh, as soon as there was that moment. Where you he kind of like shows his hand at the end of four point two. Mm-hmm. Um that's I kind of was like, okay, he's here to to off his sister. Right, right. Or I, I like I mean, I guess turning her you know, turning her Turning her, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. was well, no, was a little less expected, but okay, how it how it unfolded was less expected. I right. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there actually was when they opened those boxes. I was legitimately like, oh, okay, makes sense. But all right, you what, surprised me with that. When I saw those boxes, I initially thought that the domains were going to be in there. That's what dead. I thought oh, too. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. Like, there you go, take them, <laughs> master stroke. That would have been great. That would have been yeah. yeah. Uh, that fight, by the way, actually really cool. I really liked that fight yeah i mean it was it was okay um i spent one whole day just trying to win at it uh it took us four attempts really with with the same group we did have a tank leave after the third attempt and the new one came in and we beat it but i mean each time we got it was like we wiped like 60 then 40 then 18 then okay so there was yeah yeah i mean none of my groups ever had progression i did it with a couple of uh ls folks and it was fine. I mean, I think we wiped once or twice, but it was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty easy. So the ones I did it with were complete pugs in the morning. So I should tell you how good they were. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. That last phase just ends or just keeps going like pretty much forever. So you just see the fans drop her big attack and then uh, stack for like five minutes straight. Yeah, I think is the, there an extreme version of this fight or like there has to be? Is there yet? There has to not, be. I mean, there isn't one in the game that you can do. I'm pretty sure there is. Really? Is there? Okay, there I just didn't know. There has to be. I just didn't know. Hmm. I would. I'm not sure, but I'm putting money on the fact that there is. 
Well, I think the chat will let us know. Yeah. I don't know about that. The chat doesn't... Yeah, see, they're, no, saying, yes, there they're, they're okay. saying there's not a ch- there's not an extreme flight. <laughs> chat, you're pretty dumb. I think there is an extreme flight, chat. Maybe you should get your heads checked out or something. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't I haven't done any of the extreme primal fights for a while. <laughs> Ditto. So. The last one I did was like Shiva. Yeah, I think that <laughs> was the last one. <laughs> the last one I did was with, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think I talked you into it. Finally. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to finally start doing these. Uh, yeah. Ragan says there is moron <laughs> oh okay never mind raggins uh, raggins says there is so there i'm sure there is yeah raggins knows what he's talking about he's canadian yeah by the French way canadian by the way if you guys mm-hmm. I, I see the the chat talking about the crossword link the cross world link shell you can join the the limit break radio cross world link shell but nika's not in it so what the fuck's the point <laughs> i mean the true <laughs> I think that is the point in joining it. No, that, you know, you yeah, have to deal with so. Nika. That's true. Mm. Uh, it's really hard to join. I don't, I'm not sure how we can. It's a pain in the dick. You have to like, as far as I know, you have to like set up a party finder and then have them join the party finder, and then me has to like right click their name and add them to the link shell. Like, I is that think? I mean, you can also do it from like the friends list if, if they're your friend if they're your friend yeah which you would the only way you could have them as your friend is if you're already in one of their parties before <laughs> to add them as a friend so right <sighs> square Enix. this is a really clunky system this is like damn near approaching play online levels of like convoluted this is damn near approaching nintendo online this is damn near system. approaching that's it. You didn't have no. It's, a, it's actually already it's here. Damn near approaching. Okay. It's, it's actually here. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to. Oh God, Frumpy Raccoon. Why the oh, fuck is Frumpy? Frumpy Raccoon. Frumpy Raccoon. Why are you calling? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Hey, I want to get you guys' opinion on jobs for 5.0 based on 4.3. Oh, you're gonna say Geomancer, aren't you? I. I mean, definitely. I'm gonna say Chemist, Geomancer, and Gunblade. Okay, now I'm inter- interested to hear chemistry reasonings now more than ever with us going to garlemald they can introduce judge <laughs> jesus christ well, you, you, you don't think you don't think ivalice was the right time to introduce judge it's going to garlemald well but- you can't do it in the middle of an expansion oh fucking they tried God. that with ninja and that was terrible <laughs> It was terrible. Your job is terrible. Anyway. His job. Uh, his. Yeah, his job. Yeah, that's not, what I said. It's not my job. That's what I said. I mean, your job is terrible, but for different reasons. Yeah. Fair. You outlined all the reasons that it's terrible. <laughs> I. It's because my job is stuck in 2.0. Anyway. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, I, I do think that Geomancer's probably a pretty good guess. There have uh. been so many references to Geomancer. Yeah, especially with that stupid dungeon. Yeah. I still think, I mean, I, I, I don't think that we're getting tons of clues, and I don't think that we're going to get as many as three. But I no. think I, still, I think we're getting two, and we're getting two DPS. I, I, I think can. we're getting two. I think we're getting two as well, and I think Geomancer, and I think Blue Mage. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised that they brought Blue Mage in. Yeah, yeah. Blue Mage it is too easy to it, do. It wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think they're going to do it. Why? I just have a feeling. I think they're going to let let those stupid blue mages bother in their own self pity a lo- little longer. So you guys don't think like the the whole gunblade thing is just like the red mage in uh, what was it four three point three or three point four? Yeah, see that's what I was actually gonna, thing. that's what I was going to talk about is uh, that that fight uh, you do as the other person 
with your with, yeah. ally companion. God, fucking knows. We're, we're, we're fast forwarding a, yeah. l- a little bit okay. here, but, but there's a duty. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last duty you. that you do in the MSQ. His stance is not like anyone else that we've seen, correct? Because it may possibly be Dark Knights, because he holds it kind of like off to the side, like behind him, kind of. But I don't think it's Dark Knight. But again, I, I don't have... it's a unique stance. It's a unique stance? You don't think they just made it for his character? You think that it has to be used as a new job going that, forward? Hang on. All of those animations were based off of the previous fight that that character has been in, has it not? Probably. Uh, they had some pretty unique, like, X animations. That's the only reason I was thinking that, because he did some pretty unique moves that I've never seen before. I mean, may, we, maybe we I have seen those before, though. Yeah, the, like, yeah, yeah. When we when we fought them, <laughs> spoilers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're trying. Four we're really di- we're trying really yeah, difficult. Bring it back four years for that. I, I, yes, granted, you gotta you gotta remember back, but yeah, there there is if you. You know, like try, uh, and maybe this, maybe this is hinting a little bit too much of who we think it is. But uh, cue for main, main duty, uh, main scenario, scenario uh, roulette, possibly and, Praetorium. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you have a fifty-fifty shot of getting Praetorium, yeah, and if you happen Ultima to do Praetorium, guys. you'll Spoilers. remember some of those animations. I think. Except, I don't. Can he live long enough to do them? You may have to solo cue that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I never oh, thought boy. about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it, it, it caps you at 50, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, so you, I mean, should, you should be able to be alive for long enough to see it. Thanks for ruining the joke, Nika. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think, but going along with that, I think Gun Mage, uh, being that we're going to Garmald, I think having a Gun Mage or a Garlean type job, I think that's pretty high on the list. Pretty there likely. is a possibility. There's a possibility for sure. That's that's in my top running. But I just don't. I. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Like what? Ugh, that's a you judge. know what I, you know what I, judge. <laughs> I fucking hate you. No, no, I hate judge. you. I mean, I, no, seriously, legit. What do you call it though? I have no idea. Gun mage. Gun mage, gun sword guy. It would have to be. I feel like it would Fucking be a, gun sword guy. Okay, well, it would be a new, probably job that they would have to create for FF. Yeah, 14. which isn't unheard of. Thanks, no, Astrologian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it would be. It would have whatever like Greek stupid name they are, like Leviticus or whatever <laughs> the hell they'll they call. I don't know. Them. I don't. I don't think that, that even though we're going to Garlemald, yes, okay, I could see them doing that, but I also don't think they need to because I think what would be more likely and I guess they could still do this even if they introduce a job through Garlemald is that we are going to get armor sets and weapons that are Garlemald inspired so I can look forward to gun daggers well yeah uh, uh, <laughs> scholars gun. will get gun books <laughs> I mean <laughs> you could gun staves gun fists for monks yeah gun sword and shield they're coming wait gun fists are just like guns no, except like they're when you punch, they they. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> That's just a gun, uh, like the butt I, I of a gun. I, so I was getting a drink, but I I need to roll it back on something. Did I just hear you call a legatus <laughs> a Leviticus or something? It's close. Is that enough. what you? Okay, did, all right. I'm you just L E G, and then like an us at the end. It fits. Isn't okay. a machinist just the gun user? Well, yeah, but it's just a gun. It's a gun gun. We need, like, a different gun weapon. A gun hammer, perhaps? Gun shields, if it's a tank job. Dual wielding, of course. Dude, how cool would a dual wielding gun shield would be? I mean, it does seem like 
in the overall conflict that we are moving towards you know uh more dragon ball z like plot points mm-hmm. uh, if i can be vague about that okay, okay. right so to have a uh quote unquote garlean uh job would make sense with 5.0 right yeah right i think it does so but okay hold on but real quick uh frumpy what is your reasoning for chemist because i don't i can't see that oh the chemist thing i just thought it was funny because like you went on and on about that forever and then they named the healer set in the Swallows Compass Kempis, uh, Chemist. Oh, really did they? I didn't know that. that. Yeah, it's like Chemist Gloves, Chemist, all this, that. Mm. Yeah, I still don't think we're going to see a Chemist. No. Probably not, but it yeah. kind of gave me a little jollies, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Frumpy Raccoon, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts about 4.3. Um, as we move on, so after the Yotsoyu uh, stuff. stuff concludes, right, we uh, then now get to redirect our attention because we've heard Xenos is still alive. Right. We, we didn't to- just hear. We saw through the echo. Well, yeah, we yeah saw. That, that is true. That is true. Um, that uh, that we now return to Alamigo. By the way, did anyone else let out an audible like, what the fuck, when you know who wanted to go with you know what? Yeah, not really. Really? Because when he said that, I was like, What? I was, what? you know, I, I, I will, I will say this. I was rather surprised only because I thought we would get a scene of him arriving, but the way that they know. went, mm, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have some, some, uh, theories isn't the right word. Um, predictions. Uh, no, because I know it's not going to happen. Hunches. Say, wishes. Wi- wishes. A wild dream. If Square Enix were to handle this correctly, the burn, right, would be a whole new zone. That they add for I mean, us to end up going to. And uh, why though? Like, uh-huh. I, do you really want to go adventuring in the burn? I don't know. I think there's a lot of cool things that they could put in there, and the fact that first of all, like sand, <laughs> World of Warcraft did it recently to great uh, 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 effect, and the fact that and, and, and normally I would have been like, there's no way that they would be able to pull off putting in like a whole new zone like midway through an expansion but when you look at what they've done with the eureka zone and how well that was uh, uh sure yeah, created, yeah, yeah i think that if they wanted to they could right and if the the, the fact that, that this little story that, that we're seeing these cutscenes, if we just get to see a few cutscenes of them you know ending up there and walking through it and then oh that's it bye-bye yeah, that's, that's going to be th- real disappointing. I, I, that's what I'm sort of expecting because I had the complete opposite point of view on that. I thought that they had created that part of the map, be it, it, like in order to serve that that one that purpose, one oh, function that one in the story. I mean, that's and more in their it, wheelhouse, and they made it mm-hmm. the waste so that they could take you know the Sigoli Desert mm-hmm. <laughs> and just. You know, bleach make, it white. Make it whiter. And there you go. Done. I mean, that is definitely in Square Enix's wheelhouse, and I 100% think that that's it. I mean, because the, the other option is that that they end up crashing in a place that has things in it. And you have to design all of those things, and right? Designing things is hard, right? Uh, up until this point, have we heard 
anything about this area called the burn. No, because because no. I mean, you know, they, they said uh, in, in the cutscene that upon seeing this, like one of some emperor, like that was the reason that that Garlemald adopted the whole all icons must die. I mean, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's honestly, true. yeah, I think that if they if they put their mind to it and had good writers, that could they turn an area like that into something exciting to explore and put some interesting things out there? Sure. Can this Square Enix do it? No. Hmm. Mm. I mean, I I just I don't know. I I I I felt like the burn was a little bit of a cop out because I would have been interested to see any other zone than just the White Desert. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I would have been interested to know what exists in terms of the terrain around Garlemald. I'm very interested in the map and mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. you know, in the, the, the um, you know, the, the world of Eorzea. I mean, Shadowhunter's been out there doing some shit, so it must not be too boring. Seems like it, yeah. Please look forward to it. So... We go back to Doma, find find the the body that we're looking for is missing, and then back to Alamigo. Uh, yes, that's what I meant. Back Which, to by Alamigo. the way, whoever dug that grave that or that grave, wow, are you lazy? Like, let's just put a rock over and hope nobody touches. Remember, it. remember when people were yelling at us saying that it's just a rock, it's not even a grave. Remember, remember when that happened? No, you weren't here. I'm not talking mm-hmm. to you. Remember that? I don't, Kahlo? I don't know. Yeah, when we were going through the. When we were going through the uh, the trailer, okay, we were oh, and people said they were it wasn't a grave. Yeah, oh, they were gosh. like it's just oh, a rock. right, right, okay, yeah, and, it's and, just a planning meeting, and and we were definitely right though about the because because they they made sure to reinforce that oh no he nearly cut his head off oh no we definitely inspected him oh right, no right he was dead yeah no they made they made they made that fairly clear abundantly clear okay so while we're checking out the grave we get observed by. Someone. An Elvon? He definitely looks Elvon. He's got the long ears Tall. on the hood, on the resistance. Or, or, or Elizin, rather. Ele- Sorry, Ele- yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. And, and, and sort of like the gauntness of like his cheeks, like that is an Elizin. Yeah, it's Elizin. 100%. I would bet my 110%. balls on it. 110%. Okay. I'd bet twice his balls on it. So... Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> I mean, because he, Cause at this he point goes... we're speculating, right? Right, yeah, because he goes to the scrap heave. And and flies away in the in the kind of ridiculous you know Final Fantasy Six inspired Magitek armor, which, right. which would make me think that up until this point he was stuck there for some reason. Right? But the thing is, the thing is though, he's got Xenos's sword. He does, and, but and it looked like maybe even technique as well. I mean, could it be a protege of Xenos? It could just be a samurai. You think? Could be. yeah, because he just he collected blades that were supposed to be like powerful and shit right yeah and presumably xenos doesn't have his special swords anymore because we killed him and looted the body like good adventurers well i mean ook brings up a good point in the chat uh it's also got a smirk too i think doesn't that that guy's xenos you think yeah i don't think that those are ears i think that that may be something else i mean it's possible I because mean, he is a taller Hume, right? So maybe they just had that's just the equipment they had to put on him. Maybe he is buff. Why would he be dressed up as a resistance just to try to survive? Just How to- did he come back alive? How did he get the sword? I don't know. There's nothing about this that I like. Xenos wouldn't be the type to like be undercover and just trying to survive. He would be like, "All right, I got my sword. I'm going to kill all of you well, because I'm not, Xenos." I mean, he's not really undercover. The minute that he found out that the uh, Scions are on to him, I mean, he made his move. Mm. He's off and away. We don't know where he was going. 
So, you know, I, I mean, he may have been just trying to lie low and let the heat die off. I guess. But, they, but he was dead. This wasn't just like, oh, okay, he killed himself. Let's just leave the body and just dump it somewhere. Like they said, like they looked at it, they inspected it. Like, like the neck was like split straight open. up. He's dead. Clearly, he used the salt entropic enzyme polymer to yeah. riz himself. What if he's got a healing factor, like Wolverine? Doesn't he, does he have the echo? Was he transfused with the echo the before? The echo doesn't heal you. I mean, echo echo can do anything. I mean, the echo can give you plot armor, I think. The echo can give you like plot armor like the Warrior Light. It can give you prophecy power like Cryo? Does she have prophecy power? But giving you Wolverine powers? It's possible. Did it was the anyone echo, else The echo is the de facto ex machina for this game. It can do whatever Square Enix wants it to do. Was anyone else slightly curious about what was written on the grave? Because we got references that it was defaced more than a few times and somebody had scrawled yeah. something on it. Now, see, if that ends up being some type of, like, magic or something that resurrected him, it uh, still seems lazy, but it, it's the, it's one of the better theories that I've heard. Traz thinks it has something to do with Garlean tech. Garlean tech? Come on. I mean, have they... have? I don't know that important Garleans keep coming back from the dead. Although, although... <laughs> The final scene of this patch would suggest otherwise. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, one of our companions uh, decides to disembark from our party and go with, uh, let's just call it the enemy, right? Right. And uh, while they're en route, they run into some problems. They get attacked. Right. And the last... um, uh, the 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 last confrontation, the last uh, duty? duty that you f- uh, play as, you don't actually play as your own character. You're role playing. Yeah, that's the buff. <laughs> it says you're, you're really. Ro- oh my god, yeah. does no it? Shit? It's, it's, uh, it says uh, role fuck. playing. That's the title of the buff, and you no are shit. pretending or you are role playing as someone else. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we've got this last big plot point, and everyone is really. Going crazy over this. Focusing uh, on this. Because this is like the most interesting part of Final Fantasy to date. To date. Yeah. To date. Yeah. Can we just spoil what it is? No. I mean. I mean, say why we're all super interested in. I, well, we're we're super interested in the character of Shadow Hunter. Shadow Hunter is. We can say what the game calls him. We can say what? what like what it showed in that very last scene, right? What's on his belt? Yeah. Yeah. Assian masks. Right. Four blacks, two reds, and a white mask. Yeah. Not entirely sure what the difference between them is. Yes. Yeah, we don't know. And and it is straight up implied that he is hunting them. Yes. And so those are his trophies. Right. So he's killed Assians before. Right. Whereas it is also it is also heavily implied that this is someone that we know. We've killed one Assian, and it was a pain in the dick. We've, we've killed two. No, we killed one, Thornton killed the other. Is that true? Yeah, yeah because we we only had one aura site that we were able, and fucking uh, Moon Breed had to die for us to even make it. Didn't we kill the female Asian right before Thoradin? We killed one of them because we only yeah. had the one the right. one aura uh, site. We didn't kill the one that we were at Ultima with, or did we? Yeah, mm, right. So, um, it, okay, what well, is, hold on. We know that he's t- 
infested Assians and took their masks. We don't know if he's actually killed them, though. That's he true. He said that he hunts those, and then he the, throws the mask the target. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, that's implying... I hunt these and I got these because they were dead. Oh, I hunt them by just taking their masks. <laughs> well, I mean, you kill the body and you take the mask, but that doesn't mean you've killed the essence of an ass. Yeah, well, maybe it could be something that he either knows or doesn't know. Don't I mean, know, we, but- we do know that through Elidibus, right? That you can you can basically kill an Asian but not kill their essence. Right. In order to keep them from coming back, you need the Orosite to trap them. Correct. So to really kill, kill them. Well, maybe we don't need the Orosite. Maybe Shadowhunter has found the way. Has found... <laughs> what? God damn it. Jesus. can't believe he didn't say Doe Way. <laughs> I mean... So whatever. I, I should have. Anyway. Uh, so a lot being made about this very last plot point. Um, and... It seems like everyone is universally praising it as well. I was not that impressed with with this last plot point. Really? Well, nobody dies in Eorzea ever, do they? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Now, now here, here's one of the things that, that, that I want to point out here. Because you're right. It does suck that nobody can stay dead. But when a certain character, quote-unquote, dies like them coming back not actually being dead i think is a valid plot point in a world where it doesn't fucking happen to everyone right Right. so let's assume let's look at this all by itself and not you know keeping in mind that squarings does this all the fucking time it on its own is actually a pretty interesting turn of events yeah okay yeah and we never saw the body true which means that he's always alive. And for the first time, I feel like the story's actually pushing us in a direction that I'm interested to see where the fuck it's going. It does feel a little bit like it's starting to come full circle. Mm-hmm. That it that that some of these things that feel like they don't make sense or that they're dangling plot threads might actually get shored up, which would be nice. I th- I you know like I think that that's what I would want. Mm-hmm. Uh, from this point out of FF14. I would be a lot more engaged. I just don't know how I ex- how much I expect it. You know what I mean? That's fair. I wouldn't go in and really expecting anything. Yeah. Um, that's definitely where I'm sitting at. I would feel a lot better about Stormblood as a whole if this patch was 4.1. I mean, I think that that's probably <laughs> fair. Again, I don't know why it took till 4.3 to get here. Yeah. Ugh. Pretty much. I mean, we didn't do anything of note in 4.1 and 4.2. Yeah, so, so again, having skipped over 4.1 right. and 4.2, but having yeah. played 4.3, I don't feel like I missed anything. I mean, maybe I have missed anything, but guess what? what? Everything's holding up just fine. I mean, 4.2 basically put Raubon in charge of Alamigo. I thought Lee was in charge of Alamigo. Well, he's the, he's and the he gen- hands it off to Lee. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like together. Oh, right. okay. Like he's, so he's in charge of the army or whatever. So he's well, doing the same thing in Alamigo that he did with the Sultana, basically. And he's gonna put Lee on his shoulder. Okay, so Lee is his Sultana. <laughs> gotcha. Tickle the butthole. <laughs> um, what happened in four point one? Um, we got to listen to the Sultana cry. No, did that we, was did, that was four point two. We mocked it? we mocked Fordola in her jail cell. That was 4.2. I thought that was 4.1. What was 4? 4. You know, know what? 4.1 must have happened in Doma because then we came to Alamigo or 4.1 in Doma because 4.2 is Alamigo. 4.3 is Doma. Don't say they, shit. They, like to ju- they jump back and forth. I don't think that's what that was. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was. So what the fuck happened in 4.1? I don't have an idea. 
That was when we got uh, Omega Two, right? Like with Doom Train and stuff. That no, that was no, that, that was four point two. That was motherfucker. Yeah, four point one was Al Amigo. Oh, so that was with uh, when they were like trying to reestablish the government. That was when the uh, the other dude that with the Echo Dolby. when the Echo dude came to us was like, "Hey guys, let's go into treasure hunt." <laughs> yeah, that's what four point one was. It was the treasure hunt. Most yeah. Vani says that four point one was mocking for Dola because they haven't yeah, done four point two. Which shall actually mean the in the throne room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then four point two, right? Was ah uh, right? Because that whole Lakshmi in the throne room. When I got to that point, having skipped stuff, I was like, "Oh wait, this actually seems interesting." So I started what, what like, did I miss?" I started, I started watching cutscenes again, and then it rolled into because we were at four point two at that point. It rolled into the fucking Sultana stuff, and I was yeah. like, "Motherfucker, they baited really? me!" Yeah. Uh, no wonder it took so long. I feel like all of that stuff should have happened in one patch. Yeah, did, it, did oh, all yeah. of that stuff even need four point one through did two? It need did to it happen even at actually all? have to happen? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Take the four Dola stuff and roll it into what we just had with 4.3, and that should have been your 4.1. And then maybe people wouldn't be bored with your fucking game. It's fair. Well, I think that's going to be it for Limit Break Radio this week. That's it. I'm going to break radio this week. I mean, that's it. That's it for 4.3. I mean, it is. That's, that's it we, for I, Limit Break Radio this week. Yeah. Yeah. So. But what about the. Okay. Mm, yeah. What? Yeah. That's what do we miss? Nothing. Brashear one hundred. Christ has died. <laughs> Juxta has risen. Bang Mage will come again. Well, that stay come. in his light. Warriors of light. Tor oh be banged God. by his most holy Mister position. <laughs> Amen. Hashtag cult. Jesus Christ. Not cult. It's it's Church of the Holy. No, it's a it's, it's a cult. Look, if Far Cry Five has taught me anything, you can call it whatever the fuck you want. This is a cult. That's a cult. Yeah. You're you're a cult. No. Anyway, I want to thank uh, our callers today, uh, Viviana and uh, Frumpy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't I know if them. I should still after that donation, but uh, I will. Thank you guys for calling in and uh, for expressing your opinions about Patch 4.3. It's been an interesting discussion, and hopefully 4.4 will be a little bit more interesting in terms of the narrative department. In like three months? Oh. Praise Nika. What? I I don't know. No. I don't even know why you would. Uh. <laughs> um, but that's going to be it for uh, Limit Break Radio this week. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We always appreciate you tuning in and uh, for calling in. And if you're listening on the podcast and you want to be a part of the show, listen in on Sundays over at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. And uh, make sure that uh, you give us a call at Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715 or LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Big thanks to Kooky as well as Lloyd, who uh, have been uh, been hanging out on our phone lines today. Uh, Lloyd's been doing pretty well as, uh, yeah, as, yeah. as he's been uh, getting brushed up and ready for intern duties. So, way to go, Lloyd. I appreciate that. Way and better uh, than Skirrow. Yes, and and uh, Kuki has been doing an excellent job uh, getting him trained. So shout out to Kuki and to Lloyd. Uh, we uh, we thank you for your hard work each and every single week here on Limit Break Radio. Just before we go, though, I do want to report on uh, what we're doing over on Patreon because we uh, we didn't get a chance to uh, talk about that early on. Just got to talk about the campaign. But our Patreon right now is currently sitting at... 
the way they changed the what the fuck they changed they the layout of this it's sitting exactly <laughs> at thirteen hundred dollars so you better hope none of your credit cards bounce that's right so <laughs> so uh we're this is uh the last show before uh the new month as long as thirteen hundred dollars as long as patreon remains at thirteen hundred dollars as of friday the first then uh the let's be real podcast will debut but it will debut after e3 that's fair we got a lot going on we got a shitload going on when is e3 like what's the date uh, it's like mid-June. It's yeah. like Hold the on. second week of June, uh, because, isn't it? Because actually that... Because we that, go out there a little bit early that, for some of the conferences. Right, that weekend, there will not be an LBR because there's just no That's way right. we'll be able to do it. Yeah. Nice. So we are leaving on the 9th, which means the 10th, there will not be an LBR, and we come back on okay. the 14th. Just so you guys know. So yeah, uh, don't expect a new Limit Break Radio on the 10th. So we're going to be reporting out from uh, E3. Oh, so we're going to do a live no. LBR at E3? No. That's, that's what it's I still, heard. I th- is, that, is that, we're still kind of settling in, so yeah. Yeah, no, what we'll do is we'll have Lloyd and Skurl put up a VOD or something. That's right. We could have an LBR with Skurl Wait, and I Lloyd. have an idea. Yeah, I think that maybe Nika, uh, Juxta, no, Lloyd, no. and Skurl, mm-hmm. they all nope, get to do no. an yeah. LBR episode yeah. that, that day. No. I like oh, that yeah. idea. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, yeah, we're going to make sure. This no, way. What do we want? Unfair. Can you mute when all of his things? <laughs> I mean, I can. This way, when we come back, since we're going to be so fucking tired, we will, we can take that weekend off of LBR. There we go. Yeah. I we like that idea. just take all the LBRs nope, off. Nope. No. You guys do a show on the 10th, and then we take off the next weekend. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the deal. Yeah. You have two weeks to prepare for yeah, it. Yeah, come on. Rejected. You, you're going to be able to do that. I'll, I'll even let you use bring Strife on to help you guys out. All right, guys, that's going to do it for uh, for Limit Break Radio this week. Thanks so much for uh, listening. We always appreciate it. LimitBreakRadio.com to subscribe to the podcast. And again, Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio for all your live Limit Break Radio needs. Thanks so much to our cast and crew. Like I said, Lloyd and Kooky for uh, manning the phones. Juxtaposition and Kahlo for showing up here at the show. My name's Aniro. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Mary Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirsch Fersh, Talene Vera, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.